We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, just wanted to give you a quick update. The reason I am not with you in Minneapolis is, of course, because I am at Mayo. I'm in Rochester all this week for tests. For tests, um, these are pre bone marrow transplant tests. And um, it's it's all week. I have to be here all week. I literally started 6.30 this morning. My last appointment today was 2.20, and then I just ran back to uh, here the hotel room to get going, uh, you know, on the show. But, um, you know, this is CT scans, a dental exam, a PET scan, um, sinus imaging, I had a bone marrow biopsy yesterday. I had a lumbar puncture, and it turned out, thank God, there is no cancer in my spinal fluid. And there never was, but I've had eight of those in the past, and they've Wait, been challenging for me. A and dental? Thank God this one was open. Sure. A dental exam? Yes. What do your teeth yes. have to do with they, anything? They, you know what they do? They look, they take an x-ray of all of your teeth, and they look and make sure that there aren't um, any points of maybe cavity or where an infection could start, ah. because that's my greatest risk post-transplant okay. are things like infection. And they say even if there's like a spot on your gums or a spot in between your teeth where maybe a cavity is starting, they would want to take care of that before transplant so you don't have, um, you know, a risk or something that could yeah. cause an infection. Okay. That makes so sense. So thorough. Now I get it. Okay. Mm-hmm. That, and, so and the other thing, too, you you have been quietly taking chemo uh, to knock down. Yeah. I know you had a little mm-hmm. bit of a, a, a relapse. It came back in very minute mm-hmm. quantities, and they need to mm-hmm. get that back down to zero. You need to be in remission yeah. before you yeah. can get the bone marrow transplant. But, but this chemo right. has been a little easier on your system, right? This is. This is just an oral chemo that I take um, every evening. And it has been. It, it's been a lot easier than my last eight rounds. Uh, thank God. It's been tolerable. In the beginning, it was messing with my kidneys a little bit. But we got that under control. And, um, yeah, so I've been taking it. This is the $10,000 a month pill that I've been Oof. taking. And every day I have a whole list of things that I'm grateful about. And I list them out loud. And every day on that list is uh, quality health care that I can afford you know, health insurance that I can afford, and of course, health care as well, because there are people that can't afford this medication and then don't get it. And I am grateful every single day that I have, I'm in a union and we pay for health insurance and it got covered by this health insurance. And there's other options too. You know, you can apply for assistance and things like that, but it, it is a long, arduous process and I'm grateful that I feel like I'm in good hands with the Mayo and with our health care. And I hope the same for other people. Sometimes you got to fight tooth and nail to stay healthy. I was telling David during the break, Paul, you know, I feel like being sick, and I mean this in no disrespectful way in any way, but it's almost like a lifestyle. Like, I, it, it's hard to have a job and be sick at the same time. Yeah. It's hard yeah. to manage a family and a household and be sick at the same time. And I just... 
have such empathy for, and I'm not, I'm not complaining. I'm not saying it's hard for me because work has been amazing and flexible and I get paid sick time and all of those things. But there are so many other people that are not as fortunate or as privileged as I. And I understand that every day because, you know, I mean, I had to take a few days off to go and do this. Thank God I have paid sick leave to be able to do it and a husband to schlep me around to all of these places. And I can, right now I can afford the hotel for a few nights to stay here and do that. So I just feel incredibly lucky to be able to manage this disease and, and God willing, stay alive. Yeah, it, 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 and look, we, we are blessed that we have good health insurance through, through yeah. this gig, through, through CCO, through Odyssey, yep. through AFTRA. Uh, so many people do not have uh, health insurance. And I know, you know, it, it, to me, it's kind of amazing. Some of the people who really didn't like Barack Obama really did not like his policies, are okay with Obamacare, which opened up mm-hmm. you know, health insurance to tens of millions of additional Americans, which I think is a good thing. Everybody mm-hmm. should have access to health care, regardless of pre-existing conditions, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But we, we still have big challenges, and I think there are opportunities for more disruption in health care to make it cheaper, and to make it more accessible. And that's why I'm looking forward to our next guest. That was your cue. Who's coming on with us? (laughs) No, it's okay. (laughs) Our next guest, of course, is Tom Spencer. He's the CEO of Healthy Med. This is an organization that is helping people stay in their homes longer through telemedicine and devices in their homes so they don't necessarily have to go to a nursing home or have inpatient care. It's a local startup, which is kind of fun. It's Minnesota-based. So we are going to be joined by Tom Spencer of Healthy Med next. I appreciate good health care. A lot I do. And I also know how important it is to be at home where you can recover better, where you can probably have more autonomy, eat your own food, yeah. maybe exercise, sleep in your own bed. Like, right, Paul? That It's so helpful when, as somebody who has spent yeah. a lot of time in a hospital, I yep. get it. No, I'm, George, I just I've think, never heard anybody say, I love being in the hospital. I love the ambiance. I love everything about it, the food, top to bottom. So, yeah, how do we keep people out of the hospitals and still get them the care that they need, right? Uh, A local startup called Healthy Med, H-E-A-L-T-H-E-M-E-D, is a Minnesota-based healthcare solutions company. This is sort of in-home digital care uh, that's really tailored to keeping people in their home uh, longer and also sort of a solution for rural patients so they can have access to quality health care. The CEO of Healthy Med is Tom Spencer. He is joining us now to talk about this first-of-its-kind monitoring system. Tom, we're so happy to have you on the show. Jordana and Paul, I'm very pleased to be with you, and I should let the two of you just continue to talk. Because you had it all right. <laughs> so, well, but I'm glad we didn't mis- misrepresent. No, you did not. No, no. Well, that's it. How does Healthy Med work? Who, who's it for? Describe it for us. Well, Healthy Med is a public benefit corporation. It's an official and new designation 
uh, for our company that offers an in-home system of care. We integrate high technology and high touch services to more effectively support our community's most vulnerable citizens. Got it. And okay. Think of these people as the people who suffer at home from medical, social, and financial conditions, and we're very targeted on Minnesota's Medicaid population, and specifically on individuals who have a wavered support so that they can get to their medical appointments, they can live more independently in their homes, and in, in all other ways, make it easier for them to get the kind of medical care that you and I would get. Got it. By the way, Tom Spencer is uh, joining us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. And and Tom, welcome. We've come a long way since the clapper and that little device, you know, I've, I've fallen and I can't get up, push the button. And I'm always amazed now at, at technology in our homes, whether it's for security, uh, entertainment, you know, homes are increasingly wired and capable of doing amazing things when it comes to monitoring the weather, HVAC conditions, security, a long list, and now add medicine to the mix. And I'm curious how disruptive this is. It seems like you're using technology to try to keep people out of hospitals. And uh, I know we have, you know, a labor shortage right now in the healthcare industry, and it's it may take a long time to dig out from that. But is that a fair assessment that targeted technology in the right hands at the right time can monitor people? And, and this takes telemedicine to a whole new level, right? Well, you say an awful lot there, Paul, and that's exactly right. But let's start with how this really works. And how it really works is we support telehealth, which improves independence in the home. If our nurse, a healthy med nurse, makes an appointment call in the home, we train the client, the client to us, it's a patient to their physicians, to be able to use very simple but connected devices now, like a Bluetooth-connected thermometer or a pulse oxygen sensor, or a heart rate monitor, or a blood pressure cuff. All of these things now have become digitized in a way that they're easy to use, easy to train, and we can now connect uh, healthy signals, or think of them as vital signs, with their doctors and nurses on a 24 by 365 basis, which is amazing. Now, we do one thing that no one else does, and I think this is what you're driving at uh, in part, and that is we are the first of its kind in the country to make visits with the physician or nurse practitioner who does the care and the prescribing for these individuals available through their television. We have a partnership with Sony, and uh, Sony mm-hmm. asked us a question. They said, what do you see the future of healthcare looking like in this country? And our answer was, we believe that for many families, they're going to want to have primary care and some specialty care available to them through their television. And Sony said, well, that's perfect because we're not just a technology partner. We're also a, 
uh, producer of content and a distributor of content like games and so on and so forth. So that fits our vision perfectly. And, and we, uh, we now make our telemedicine visits possible through a telehealth system. The telehealth system facilitates doctor and nurse practitioner appointments through the television. Wow. Okay. So, Tom, do, do, the, do the patients have to have this equipment in their home, like a blood pressure cuff? And if so, do you supply that? We do. So, and thank you uh, to the Department of Human Services. We've got some people in Minnesota. I know a lot of people these days like to criticize government. Uh, but we have some very, very wonderful people there who have given Minnesotans an opportunity, the first of its kind in the country, by helping us uh, make this technology available. So the way it works is we use the Geek Squad at Best Buy to uh, package our television. It's a 50-inch Sony Bravia TV along with these specific medical devices, including a dose medication dispenser for all of the oral medications. So we know when you've taken your meds, your oral meds, in the morning, huh. at noon, and at night, and they package this all up after they do some flash programming of the Sony television for us, and they send it up to a little warehouse we have here in Minneapolis. And from there, based on case managers who work in Hennepin County and all of the counties throughout the state, all 87 of them. We're in 14 now, and we're talking to 27 more. Hmm. Uh, those case managers then write a service authorization, and that service authorization actually pays for the installation of this equipment in a home. And the way it works, it's really two hmm. steps in the install. The first step is we send a healthy med nurse out to meet with the client, the healthy med client, and their family and caregivers and explain to them the system, how it's going to work and how it's going to improve their independence and decision-making and other things uh, that they're concerned about. Uh, we understand after that meeting, the pre-installation, that it's a good fit. And then we come back, usually within a week, and we install the equipment and train them in the use of that equipment and oftentimes family members, too. I remember a, a few years right. ago, I met a, a, a fellow with spastic quadriplegia in Northfield. Young, young fellow, 22 years old. And you can imagine it was very difficult for he and his family to get him out the door and into the appointments with doctors in the community. So this system is perfect for people that have those kinds of challenges. We set it up, and usually within two to three weeks, following that installation, they can have their first doctor or nurse practitioner visit on the television. Wow. Hey, Tom, we're, we're out of time. What's the website if listeners want more information on Healthy Med? It's www.healthymed.com. H-E-A-L-T-H-E, not a Y, but an E, M-E-D.com. Healthy Med, very cool. Wow. Great promise. Really interesting. Yeah, thank you for joining us. Tom Spencer, the CEO of Healthy Med, again, a local startup in Minnesota. And we are changing. We're, we're, we're doing it different. We're figuring out ways to serve people. And I do love that about uh, Minnesota. We are clever, right? We're changing the game.
Well, when we return, yeah. today's terrible trivia, it has an yeah. audio component, so listen and play along. Ladies and gentlemen, 830-WCCO presents... Paul and Jordana's Terrible Trivia. That's terrible. That's terrible. That's terrible. That's on a good day. It's terrible. It, it, on a good it day. The, That's right. It isn't that the trivia is terrible itself. It's just that... How we react to trivia and how we perform. And we're how terrible. Yeah, yeah it's the contestants that are terrible yeah, at guessing. We're like ter- we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Okay, I'm speaking mostly for myself, but we all, we all have good days and bad days with this stupid trivia. Yeah. Oh, well. What do you have for us today, David? Something fun. Well, yeah, this is something um, that uh, Paul sent my way, actually, and I'm told he didn't cheat. So is I that did not look Paul? at it. Okay, so oh. there's, uh, there's a website, and I've run across this before, and it's called the Museum of Endangered Sounds. So right. these are Ooh. sounds that you know maybe were once commonly heard sounds that are now endangered, out of style, things we don't hear anymore. So... Wow. I'm going to play for you guys the sounds. You can buzz in with your name and try to guess what they are. Does that sound good? I'll just do one as an example, okay? I'm, I'm hoping you know what this is. You guys know what that is? No, it's maybe. a computer sound. Wow. Well, yeah, but which computer sound is that? It's a specific sound that you may have heard. I feel like it's Pong. Messaging somebody on something. Boy, this could go I'm really gonna, bad. It, I'm going to go with that Is it computer. Instant Messenger? <laughs> Alex. Yes, it's AOL Instant Messenger. That's the instant noise messenger, yeah. you'd get. You still you have you AOL, got, right? Um, that's yeah. not fair. That's don't, how she talks to her kids. Judge. You have AOL. Don't judge. Don't judge my AOL. <laughs> I love AOL. It's uh, free and it works great. Love it. Great. This could be fun. Okay. okay. Uh, well, here's one. Let's start with one here that you might have to educate me on. But what is, uh, what's going on here? Good afternoon. At the tomb. Daylight time will be 12:38 and 50 seconds. Yes, Paul. Time, time and temperature. Yes, I guess so. But apparently, it's it was called it's a phone t- call. Yes. What I don't know. Okay, that's yeah, correct. But I've never heard of this. Yeah, yeah. You could call a number, and they're still out there. <laughs> what? There's, you can call a number and really? get the time. Yes. Wow. Yes. Really? I don't. I don't do that. I have other <laughs> tools now. <laughs> but some people, it's a pretty good habit, you know? You call a number and get the time and temperature and day? Time and temperature, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And sometimes they're That's advertised, good. you know, brought yeah. to you by blah, blah, blah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Wow. Funny. Wow, okay, okay. Yeah. Good for you, Paul. Yeah, nice mm-hmm. job. Uh, okay, how about I'm glad this? glad I didn't know that. How about this endangered <laughs> sound? <laughs> Paul. Yes. It's a lawnmower. Paul? No, that is not a lawnmower. Oh, my gosh. Oh. 
You know what, David? I have no idea. That's a possessed barber. Some kind of engine? No, that's the old movie countdown. So when you go to the movies and it's kind of the fuzzy screen and the five, three, two, one, three. Yes. Now do you see it? Yes. Now I see it. Wow. Okay. But you haven't heard that for a while now. It's all new, digital, whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. God, I miss the movies. Um, How about uh, this one? I don't think I've ever heard this noise. Oh, Jordana. Yes, Jordana. No. It's a typewriter. Uh, it's close. Teletype. Oh, it's a teletype. Way to go, <laughs> Paul. That is a which. What's by what's the way? The difference? I don't know what a teletype is, but you got it right. I don't either. What, <laughs> Paul? What's a teletype? Typewriter. You do the typing. A teletype types for you with information that's coming from a remote location. All you do is rip <laughs> it off, and yeah, it's oh, oh, like a, it, it goes like, back about forty, fifty years. I had a weather teletype in my townhouse because I had a couple of radio stations I was doing the weather for. And you could personalize the information and get the raw data, the computer model data, whatever. And it would automatically come out at preset times. And so you had it. Bef- you know, before we had personal computers, you could get a tap to the National Weather Service and some of the products that they produce, but you needed a certain teletype. It's basically a fancy printer is what it what wow. it is. Yeah, it sounds like a printer. Okay, and it prints yeah. the information that the National yes. Weather Service is spitting out. Automatically, okay. yes. All right, I got At it. certain times of the day, sure. yes. Ooh, automatically. Okay. Boy, the things you learn. Um, how about this one? Yeah. Jordana. Paul. Yes, Jordan. That's definitely a typewriter. Anna that's definitely a typewriter. Not yeah. a typewriter? Uh, what? That, that's, that sounds like winding film, like uh, putting a little oh. Kodachrome in my camera. Yes, indeed. <gasps> that's winding an old school camera. You wind it and take the picture, and then you right. got to wind it again. Uh, all we're doing is proving that I'm considerably older than Jordana. Yeah, I was going to say, way Jordana. older than you. <laughs> yeah. Jordana, uh, Paul's I'm older. Trying. I mean, winning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've tried. For 50. <laughs> I've had those cameras before. I've, I've yeah, you remember yeah, cameras? Camera. Grandpa, what's a camera? Yes, yeah. What's film more like? Uh, again, these are, uh, this is from the Museum of Endangered Sounds. You can check out this website at home if you want. Again, these it. are sounds that are endangered you may not hear anymore. Uh, what is this that is not playing? Let's try that again. Oh, Jordana! Uh, Paul got the is that the sound from? Is that the sound from Asteroid from the Atari game? Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Or is I think it I'm Centipede? Gonna, I think I'm going to give that to you. It's actually Space Invaders, but Space that's oh. pretty close. And Paul was going to guess Skipping Rocks. I was going to guess Lake of the Woods, <laughs> which is not true. Okay. <laughs> it just takes me back to skipping records. Okay. Never mind. Uh, okay, let's do a couple. And I got one. Let's do a couple more. One. Couple, couple more here. Uh, what is uh, going on here in this sound? It's uh, the end of the world. Any guesses? It's actually the start of something. Yeah, is it like... Um... Like the HBO, like no, when when you're watching a movie, no? no, 
but you're, I think you're on the right track. I, I can't, I can't place it that. It is the original I, Macintosh startup sound. So when oh. you had your old Macintosh, oh. you know, with the big old yes. screen, and you'd start that yes. thing up, you would hear that. Didn't sound quite that good, but wow, okay. Um, cool. Yeah. Okay, should we do one more now? One more. One okay, more. one more. Here we go. What's, uh, what is this? Paul. Oh. Yes, Paul. Sure. That's a typewriter. <laughs> Sorry. Finally. Jordana, come on. You guessed it seven <laughs> times. You missed your chance. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, these yeah. are fun. There's a bunch more. We'll have to come back to this someday. It's fun. See, I picked yeah, something that I might actually be good at, yeah, Jordana, right. <laughs> because they're older tunes. My kids that, don't you know. understand typewriters. They don't understand. Like, you put in the paper, and then you have to use whiteout. Like, that really is a super foreign yeah. concept. Uh, to them and i guess good it's so much easier now but um gosh typewriters yeah that was fun that was fun uh okay let's take a quick break oh my goodness much sports news to discuss unfortunately the wolves lost last night the series is tied one to one we will talk with mike max that was fun david next yeah Mike Max Sports brought to you by the yes, John sir. Schuster Group, yep. Caldwell Banker Real Estate. Yep. We knew the Grizzlies would come out swinging last night, and yeah, it, it was kind of a beatdown. Uh, with us joining us as always with some perspective and humor and questions. And can, and, I, ask and, a, and pr- can I ask a question, Paul? <laughs> no, we don't have any answers. I know, I know. But when it yeah, rained, go ahead. When it rained, I drove through this rain. I was down in New Orleans this morning speaking, and so I yeah. drove back through this rainstorm. And, and I, I kind of like it in the spring because I get to see lots of ducks. And if you're a duck hunter, you like to see lots of ducks. It's fun to see. But I'm thinking to myself, I know that there's a lot of runoff into lakes and rivers when it's uh, when it's like this. But how, how much does this affect uh, greening the grass and how deep is the frost line you know, before it absorbs? You know what I'm saying? Uh, oh, this helps a lot. No, this helps to recharge the soil moisture. Okay, we're, well, good then. And, and we're, was worried we're in, about that, yep. Good shape. The, the drought has eased. Yep. So we're in much better shape than we were last summer so, and last right. fall. Celebrate so I'm, I'm optimistic. Yep. Celebrate the rain. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There, we delayed talking about the Timberwolves for another 30 seconds. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ah, that was a tactic. Why okay. do you want to delay it? Uh, they, they didn't look very good last day. Uh, uh, Memphis well, okay. made the adjustment. This was this where the playoffs get interesting. Memphis said, okay, that's what you're going to try to do to us when the Wolves won in game one. Okay, take this. And they gave the counterpunch, and they hit really hard last night. Yeah. So you'll yeah. see them do the same thing. I won't get too technical as to how they switch screens and ball screens and big, small matchups and all that kind of stuff. But they, they've made um, – uh, they obviously found uh, uh, some weaknesses in, in the Timberwolves that were exploited last night. Now now it's up to the Wolves to try to negate that. And um, uh, Chris Finch talked about how, you know, Anthony Edwards has to be better than he was last night. And it's not it's not about, you know, what they're doing to him defensively in, in his case. It's about him just having to make good decisions and, and, and know when to take the ball and go with it and when not to and when to spread the floor out. So he, he saw a lot of things that were very correctable and he thought uh, were driven by inexperience from the Timberwolves in the playoffs. Hmm. Do you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, I, I can see what he's saying. When, tomorrow. When, when he okay. starts to talk about it, you, you go, okay, yeah, that makes sense. You know, you, uh, mm. certain things that, that Memphis did to them that they didn't react well on the floor to that they okay. uh, that they should have. But, you know, there's a little anxiety when you haven't played in many situations like that and you're on the road. So bring it back home. Bring the fans out there. It'll be packed. It'll be fun. Oh, yeah. All right. Absolutely. The Twins it's also lost rocking. last night. They did. 
Yeah, Salvador mm-hmm. Perez had a couple home runs against him, one against Chris Archer and one against Tyler Duffy. And uh, He's a Twins killer. And then Hunter Dozier hit one in the sixth inning as well, and that was the difference. Twins had the lead uh, for some time. Carlos Correa drove in a run. That's you know, mildly a good sign. Uh, Archer pitched pretty well until the fifth inning. Then he got tired and ended up walking in a run, which was, uh, you know, that's a baseball cardinal sin when you're a pitcher and you walk in a run. But uh, uh, he showed a little life in that arm. And so, you know, you stick with him for a while and you hope you got something. But uh, uh, Kansas City got the long ball going a little bit there. And tonight uh, the, the Twins will come back. And uh, Chris Paddock's going to pitch for the second time. He threw that game where Clayton Kershaw had the, the uh, perfect game through seven innings. And I talked to Paddock after that game last week. And he seemed like he was fairly comfortable and in, in, in Excited to get the first one through, uh, but uh, he's he's you know th- this is a proving ground for him too because he's trying to stay in the rotation after a couple of bad years in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Maxie, what's uh, what's on your show? What are you what are you covering? We have about thirty seconds. The Twins in Kansas City because uh, I won't have a show tonight. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but, tonight. but I'm covering the Timberwolves. The uh, Gophers no, got TV. another transfer. Yep, uh, the yeah. uh, Big Ten tournament is coming to Target Center. The uh, Women's tournament in 2023-24. The Men's Big Ten tournament in 2024. So there's some stuff going on around town. Let me tell you, a lot. All right, a lot. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Maxie. Yep. Thanks, Maxie. Hey, when we come back, Ashley Shelby, one of Don Shelby's amazing daughters, on changes in Antarctica. Uh, stick around. That's coming up next on CCO. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 